This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is episode number seven, and today I'm answering all of your questions. Hello, and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios, and I specifically created and designed this podcast to empower, inspire, and help you cultivate a powerful mindset to build your best life and live out your dreams. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So get your coffee, smoothie, or wine ready, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. On today's episode, I am so excited because this is a little bit of a different setup. Instead of choosing a particular topic, I'm going to be answering some of your questions. And I got inspired by this because of Instagram's new widget that you can add to your Insta story where anyone can ask you a question in this little gray box. And it's so easy to answer questions through here because it organizes them really nicely and it's not anonymous so don't send anybody any bad questions or anything because I can see your username I'm going to keep everybody anonymous in these questions because I thought you know some of these are kind of personal and I just don't want to invade anyone's privacy I also got so many questions so I'm not going to be able to get through all of them unfortunately and I decided to dedicate a whole episode to your questions because I talk a lot and a lot of these questions, I can't just answer them in my Insta stories with really good, thoughtful answers. So decided I'm just going to dedicate an entire podcast episode because a lot of these questions I get more than once. And it's also probably easier for you guys if I do it in an audio format rather than make a whole video with just Q&A. So I am so excited. I have so many great questions here and I am going to be reading out the questions and also reading out the initials of the username so that even though I'm not going to be saying the usernames, I'm going to give you the initials so that you can identify yourself and know that it's your question that was asked. So let's get started. I hope this podcast isn't going to be an hour long, but I'm going to try to be as concise and flesh out my answers as best as possible for you guys and hopefully inspire and give you guys some questions to, I mean answers, (laughs) to your most pertinent questions. So here we go. The first question is how to handle running into an ex or a negative person from your past. This is from KF. So basically, You have to figure out where you are mentally in this relationship with this past friend or this this ex or this past relationship. You have to find peace within yourself first. And finding peace is something really hard for a lot of people because we expect so much of the other person. We expect the other person to apologize. We expect the other person to say they were wrong. We expect the other person to heal us in some way by saying something or not saying something or doing something. And we wait our entire lives waiting for somebody else to give us that peace of mind that we should be giving ourselves. 
So I highly recommend that if you feel some kind of anxiety or fear of running into this particular person, then you need to be more introspective and look within. And if that person hurt you in some kind of way, if they did things to you that are unimaginable, you need to figure out how to heal. Because there will come a point where you will see this person, hear this person's name, and not care. You will just be apathetic. You won't have any emotion towards them or just be happy for them or just won't have any ill will towards them. And that is a sign that you have healed. However, healing can be as simple as accepting an apology that you never got. So if this ex, you still have feelings for them or they hurt you in some kind of way, you need to look inside and not expect them not to be living their life in their own way, if that makes sense. Because it can be good and moved on and you're still stuck on them. So you need to figure out a way to move on. And of course, I completely understand we're all humans and we can either run from our past or turn around and face our past, kind of like Rafiki from Lion King. You guys know I get so many life lessons from the Lion King. But if you see them in public, if you see them wherever, you run into them, see them on social media, always send positive vibes towards that person. Because it could be that they are completely, completely over you. They don't care about you. You're just a little dot in their past and they don't care. But you're over here giving them so much energy and attention that they do not deserve. So if you see them, think positive thoughts. Even think, I love you. Well, maybe not say I love you, but think, I wish you the best. I wish you no ill will. I wish you the best. And you don't have to say it to them. You don't have to look at them. Just if you see them and you think about them, even if you don't see them, even if you just happen to think about them, always send positive vibes because they could be completely and well over you and you are still here holding on to this anger, to this negativity that is just hurting you. It's like the saying goes, hating somebody or holding grudges is like drinking poison yourself and expecting the other person to die from it. So instead of holding a grudge or having a negative feeling towards that person, try to shift that feeling to positivity. And I know that will be so hard and it's so impossible for a lot of you. Some people might say, Isabel, I hate this person with all my being. And I'll say, well, you know, maybe it's because you need to heal first. Stop expecting somebody else to heal you. Stop expecting somebody's actions to heal you and instead realize that you hold the power to your emotions and you hold the power to how something makes you feel. The way something makes you feel is entirely in your power. You choose how something makes you feel. So instead, focus on being positive and maybe even say I'm grateful for the lessons that you taught me. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Next question, which by the way, guys, I'm not going to be able to get to all the questions. I apologize. I'm just going to get to the ones that I feel that I can have good answers for. Now, this is a really good question. If you had a million dollars to make a viral video, what would it be about? This is by LB. I think that this is such a great topic of discussion. If I had a million dollars, because we are such a materialistic and very very materialist centered society i feel like and people tend to think 
oh, if I had more, if I were able to do this, or if I had this in my life, I would be so much happier. And we tend to think that we would be so happy with more. So I think what I would do, now this is kind of crazy to me now that I think about it, it almost scares me to do this, but I would go and get a bunch of beauty procedures, maybe even plastic surgery, which is scaring me because I'm, I just don't know if I would be happy tweaking my face or tweaking my body in some way, but maybe I would do it for a viral video. I don't know. It would probably get tons of hate, but I would probably go to a surgeon, dermatologist, and get a bunch of procedures, maybe things that I'm not happy with myself about. I would probably go get lipo. I'd probably get Botox or some kind of filler and maybe a rhinoplasty. Who knows? I would breast implants maybe. I don't know. I would probably do something like that. Change my appearance with things that I'm quote unquote not happy about, things that are quote unquote not perfect. And then the rest of the money I have, I'll just go spend it on stuff that I think is going to make me happier, things that I've wanted or whatever, shoes, bags, maybe even a car. I mean, I don't think a million dollars would give me enough money to spend on my dream car and all that, but you guys get what I'm saying. I'll just make a video just spending all the money and then talk about how it makes me feel at the end. I mean, knowing me, I'm not a wasteful person and I'd feel like I just wasted all my money on that. It'd probably be better doing like a feel-good video of charity and giving all that money to charity or, or even buying gifts for children. I think that would be beautiful. Or buying homes for people. A million dollars, I mean, depends on what kind of homes you buy. You could buy smaller homes and be able to buy a few for some people. I think that would be so cute, but I would like to make a really introspective kind of psychological video just to show people you know in excess if you live in excess is that really the key to happiness i think that would be a good one probably be really controversial but i just want to show people that even if you look a certain way and you have quote unquote all the things you want you're never going to be satisfied you're probably going to say i wish i had another million dollars so i could fix this and this and this and buy this and this and this and it's a never-ending cycle i would like to kind of show that to people because people think that oh because they have all this money and they can do this and they can do that and they look this certain way they're automatically fulfilled and happy and they never want anything or need anything which is a complete myth so next question how to get rid of expectations this is by mfp well i have a whole video on this so for the sake of time go check out that video but understand that expectations ruin you because we have this expectation that everything has to be right and perfect in order for it to be good and worthwhile next question is what is one of the crystals you use most often and why it's definitely angelite and amethyst Angelite, I feel like it's a very calming crystal. The one I have is a beautiful sky blue, like a powder baby bloom, and it's in the shape of a puffy heart, and it's a beautiful palm stone. It's pretty large, and it's so gorgeous. I love it. It just is so calming and soothing, and I love to take it on my travels, and when I hold it, it gives me good luck. So that one has a lot of good positive energy, and... I just feel like it connects me with my intuition and it's also my favorite color of blue. I love a beautiful soft powder blue. It's just my favorite color. It's like not even a Tiffany blue. It's a beautiful just a baby powder blue 
and I take it with me everywhere. It's always in my travel bag and I like to meditate with it and just sleep with it under my pillow and it has a very beautiful soothing calming energy which is why it's called angelite and they say that it connects you with your angels or with your higher self during meditation so it's a very powerful crystal i also love amethyst i love to use it as decor for my home it just gives off a really good also calming soothing atmosphere and it's also great for calming anxiety and just for cleansing and i love 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 to meditate with that one as well I am also a huge believer and just a huge fan of rose quartz because we always have to have our heart chakra open as well. Now, next question. This is also by BBB. What is one of the greatest things that you have managed to manifest into your life? This is so hard. I think I I think what I've been able to manifest best is my lifestyle slash my YouTube. That is something, I remember when I first started my video, I wanted to have, it it wasn't even about money because when I first started my channel, I didn't even care about money. I don't think it was even monetized back then. You couldn't even monetize your videos back then. But I just used to see how other YouTubers had such a great community where their viewers would just give them the best feedback, so many nice comments, so much support. And I wanted that. I wanted to say, when I have bad days, I just want to go to my YouTube channel and read the comments and feel a network, feel a support system, feel a community. And I'm so, so, so grateful that I have that now. And I remember I used to want that so badly because I used to have horrible days. I felt so lonely. I felt so worthless sometimes. And I used to go on YouTube and read people's comments and say, wow, it, it would be the best feeling ever to have a bad day and just go online and have a community of wonderful positive supportive people and i have that now with you guys and i'm so grateful i think that's probably the top thing that i've been able to manifest and to actually make this a part of my living is surreal to me i never thought i would be able to say i make money off of youtube I could never believe that I would say, oh, I'm a content creator and that's my job. That's insane. That blows my mind. And I really believe that I manifested that because I had fun doing it and I still have fun doing it. And when you have fun with something and you really enjoy it, it just makes it so, 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 so much easier and makes success happen like no other. And also I think that my boyfriend was a wonderful thing that I manifested in my life because he's super amazing and just the way that we came together and just the way that we met and how the universe conspired for us to meet was absolutely incredible and I think I will make a video on that someday or talk about it because and with him I want him to be in the video too to talk about it because he was such a huge believer in the secret and the law of attraction so was I and when we met it was kind of like we were both in the same place in our lives not really the same place but we both had similar mindsets and it's insane how i think we attracted each other into our lives because we were on the same frequency so next question this is by je will you ever do a little meet and greet in dallas yes i need to start planning that i know that there's a lot of you texans and dallas Fort Worth, 
residents that follow me. So I would love, love, love to make a little meet and greet to do a meet and greet. Next question, how long were you single before meeting your now boyfriend? This is from ALR. Oh my goodness, probably four or five years. And the relationship before this one was not even that serious. It was, we were exclusive to each other, but I wasn't feeling any way how I am now. And I'm glad that relationship ended and I had all this time to be single. And when I say single, it's dating people, meeting new people, but nothing serious, nothing official. And I would say that I am so grateful that I had all that time to be single and I had so much fun being single because now I understand that even if you're single or in a relationship, your happiness truly comes from within. Just because you're in a relationship with somebody doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be happy or all of your insecurities or all of your problems are going to fall away just because somebody loves you. You have to understand that true happiness comes from within. And it's so funny because in one of my videos that I made, I believe I made a law of attraction video on how to attract love in a relationship and I used this current experience as proof that you can attract somebody into your life. I got these very funny comments from people saying things like, oh, you probably weren't even single that long before you met him. You probably were single like a month, this and that. Like trying to downplay the fact that I was single for four or five years and and I met him, it was just completely out of the blue, completely unexpected. It's just funny to see people downplay you. You know, people hear your experience and try to act, oh, there's no way you suffered. There's no way that you felt heartbreak. There's no way that you felt lonely, blah, blah, blah. People always, always try to downplay what you go through to kind of make them feel like a victim. They like feeling bad about themselves. They want pity, this and that. They could never understand that anyone else is feeling the same way, which is completely wrong because I have dealt with loneliness. I've dealt with heartbreak. I've dealt with so many things. And people see you and they automatically assume you've never struggled in life or ever dealt with things. So, yes, four or five years, I will say. Probably about five. <laughs> Next question. Have you ever moved to a new city where you have no friends or family? Were you scared? This is from ALR again. Yes, whenever I moved away from Texas to go to college in New Orleans, I had one family member and it was my mom's uncle. He lived in the city for many, many years, but I wasn't super, super close to him, and he also kind of lived far from where I was going to school, so it wasn't like he was there all the time or I saw him all the time. I was definitely alone, and I was super, super excited to be living in New Orleans. I was a little scared because I knew it was like a party school and like a party city, and it was crazy down there, but I was super excited, and it was hard at the beginning making new friends and just at first my friends were guys I had a bunch of I just had a bunch of guy friends that I I met one guy in one of my classes and then started hanging out with him and then started going out with him and his friends and all my friends were guys so then at that point I because I've always been kind of around girls I'm always been kind of weary around girls meeting girls and becoming friends with girls because I always felt like girls were more judgmental towards me. I don't know why. It was probably just I was 18 years old and I had bad experiences with catty and girls that were bullying me in the past. So I definitely was always weary around girls. And so it was easy for me to make friends with guys. 
And so I had to join a sorority to just meet new girls and become friends with girls because I don't know, I just always felt uncomfortable around, not uncomfortable, but I always felt like girls were always in competition with each other. And that's why for me, it was hard to find girls that weren't in competition, that were just themselves. And luckily I found my two amazing, most wonderful best friends who are still my best friends in college and they're the best girls ever they're so supportive and i love them to death and at first yes i'm sorry i'm going off on a tangent at first it was scary but if anything i was so 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 excited for the new beginning and of course starting college was super exciting as well but i think you just have to branch out get out of your comfort zone like I did through sorority recruitment and it was definitely one of the most awkward and weird things ever but it was fun and it gave me a lot of great friends so next question goes well with what I just talked about how can I deal with having no friends and always feeling lonely this is by AJ123 I think that you have to become comfortable in your own space, in your own skin. And one of my favorite quotes ever is, it's better to be alone than in bad company. And I'm not saying this because I know that people love to say, oh, I'm antisocial and see it as a positive thing. I think it's important to have friends in life. So if you're feeling lonely and having no friends, you need to start branching out and reaching out to people because you probably have an energy of being closed off, which is why you're not attracting relationships or friendships in your life so i would recommend that you just get out of your comfort zone you meet new people start new adventures just do fun things and social things which you don't have to go to a bar or club to be social you can join a sports team you can join any kind of group a church group whatever it is volunteer on the weekends that's how you meet people just put yourself out there maybe volunteer at your school or join clubs at school or at work or whatever just reach out to people because we often expect that friends and relationships just come to us and we have no idea that we're giving off a closed off energy so start opening your heart chakra meditate start focusing on what you want in a friend and what kind of people you want to attract into your life and put the action in put yourself out there and loneliness is a normal thing everyone deals with loneliness you can be in a crowded room and still feel lonely and that's probably the worst kind of loneliness where people are all around you and you still feel alone but i think it's really important to be comfortable in your own company do things on your own understand that we can't expect other people to come fill a void within us if we have the void you have to fill your own void and find meaningful relationships and something meaningful in your life in order to feel fulfilled and not feel like you have to fill that void with people next question i got this a lot so i'll just answer it is what do you slash did you study this is from lf i studied political science this is a great question how to find peace within yourself slash how to accept your dark side and this is from sk finding peace is something that we should all do and within ourselves and when we make mistakes when we do bad things we have to understand that we are human and that we'll never be perfect and even those people who seem to be perfect who seem to have it all who seem to have it all together struggle with things and it's part of being a flawed human and it's okay to be flawed 
No human is ever going to be perfect. Nobody's ever going to be perfect. What's important is accepting your flaws and your weaknesses and accepting your errors and mistakes of the past and the things that you've gone through as building blocks to your personality. So every time something bad happens, instead of asking, why me? I ask, what is God? What is the universe trying to tell me? If I lash out in a certain way, if I treat somebody bad, if I just act negatively in any way and my dark side comes out, I try to ask, okay, what is it that I'm suppressing? I'm suppressing something, which is why I acted out in a certain way or I lashed out or I treated somebody like this. Something is going on. So self-awareness is very important. Self-awareness is probably the answer to finding peace within yourself because you know what you're good at, what you're bad at, what your positive aspects are and what your negative aspects are. And you understand that everybody has multifaceted personalities and figure out if it's something that you can fix or if it's something you need to accept. And that just varies from person to person. It's also important to embrace your dark side as well. Embrace the negative parts of your soul, the dark parts of your soul. Figure out what is going on, what is making you tick, why you have this darkness within. And everybody has a dark side. Everybody has a negative aspect to their personality. It's part of what makes us beautiful and multifaceted humans. And the sooner you accept certain parts of yourself and try to work on yourself and understand that you should never beat yourself up about the bad things about you, then you can grow and you can use those things to your advantage. Next question is how to stay positive when you see no results in any area of life for example in your love life and this is from inxu well i will tell you one thing positivity is not something that is constant positivity is something that you have to work towards and positivity is as easy as being grateful for what you have and where you are in life and also just seeing the bright side of things say okay I'm single now, but at least I have a bunch of time to work on my passions and work hard towards my goals, and I don't have to worry about calling someone or hanging out with somebody all the time or jealousy or worry that somebody is cheating on me or whatever it is. You don't have that worry that relationships often bring to people, and you have time for yourself. So instead of being hung up on what you don't have, focus on what you do have. That's how you stay positive. And also, if you're waiting for results, try to figure out why you're not having results. Maybe you are being the only obstacle in your way towards results, whether it be in your love life or your career or you're trying to build a business or just working on yourself. You have to figure out where can I improve and what can I do to get there and never stop working. Whenever you feel struggle and anything in your way, that's when you have to turn the gears on even faster and keep moving towards that and keep working towards that. You should allow the space between where you are now and where you want to be, be your motivation. Say, I'm right here. I want to get over there. What do I need to do to get over there? And how hard do I need to work? That is what you need to focus on and never stop building yourself up. Never stop improving, trying new things and keeping yourself busy and just with a task at hand. Always work on something. 
Next question, do you eat seafood and bread? I'm changing my diet routine. Thank you, you inspire me. Well, thank you. This is by YG. I don't eat seafood. I am vegan. So vegan is not eating any animal products, which include meat, poultry, chicken, whatever it is, any kind of animal-derived product like honey or eggs, anything that is animal-derived or just an animal byproduct. Next question is, what is your favorite trip you manifested so far and why? This is by RJ. Now, I have so many trips that I've manifested. Probably my favorite one was to Paris back in, I think, 2016. That trip was so, 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 so much fun. Any of my trips to Paris that I manifested have been amazing. And you know, ever since I went to Cuba the first time, and I've been going to Cuba almost every month, I have not really had the urge or the the desire to go back to Paris, but lately I've had this urge to go back to Paris. And I told my sister before she went to Cuba a few days ago, said, instead of going to Cuba, we should plan another trip to Paris, please. I miss it so much. She's like, yeah, I miss it too. So don't be surprised if I go to Paris pretty soon because I'm missing it so much. Paris is just such a beautiful city. It has, I've always been obsessed with Paris since I was a little girl and I just, love the energy and the vibes of the city and it makes me feel like myself if that makes sense maybe in a past life i was a parisienne but i don't know i just feel a certain kind of way in paris so that's definitely my next question any tips for starting out as an online business on youtube blogging podcasts also from rj i think it's really important to figure out your niche or your niche which is as simple as figuring out what you're passionate about, what you love to do. So I started off very inadvertently when I was 16 with my YouTube channel, and I was a beauty channel. I was doing makeup tutorials, and my channel made a shift because I started being... I felt like makeup tutorials were just so redundant. I wasn't passionate about them anymore. It was just the same old thing that was all over YouTube And a lot of you guys inspired me when I made a video on my anxiety and the law of attraction. A lot of you guys requested more videos on the law of attraction and self-help and mental health and things like that. And that's kind of how my channel ended to where it is now. So it's important to just do what you love. Don't copy anyone else. Don't do what's popular, quote unquote. I know that drama channels are super popular now and these outrageous videos and channels are popping up about other people. It's important to, when you start any kind of online venture, you don't do it solely for the money. The money will come whenever you put out positive intention, when you put out positive energy, when you put out good worthwhile content. It will just come easily, but don't make that your sole thing. Make sure that you're actually putting worthwhile content out and don't do it solely for, oh, the sponsorships or this and that or the fame. Do it because you love to do it. Don't do it because you just want more and more and more in your life. Actually put value. How to be a confident woman and more social. I love hearing about this topic. This is from JG02. I think confidence is something that comes from within. You can't expect it to come from anyone else. You can't expect anyone else to make you feel confident. Like I know a lot of women feel confident when a lot of men come and talk to them or when they wear makeup or when they dress a certain way or so many different extrinsic factors that people feel confident with and confidence varies from person to person 
But what makes me feel confident most of all, even if I'm dressed really well, even if I have all the attention that I want, whatever it is, silly things like that, even when I have those things that make you feel confident in a fleeting moment, what makes me feel the most confident as a woman is knowing my power over my own life and my accomplishments. So I, when I feel in control of my life is when I feel the most confident. When I feel that anyone else or any other factors control my life, that's when my confidence goes down the drain. But when I have control over my emotions and my career and the things that I want to bring into my life, that is when I feel the most confident. So I love overcoming obstacles. I love proving people wrong. I love just the fight and I love the struggle and I love overcoming struggle. That is what truly, truly, truly give me confidence to overcome anything, to deal with anyone, to deal with the future with uncertainty is definitely overcoming struggle and just creating more abundance and happiness in my life. Next question is what advice do you have for staying disciplined and patient? This is from VS. Well, I think it's important to always focus on your end goal. Always focus on your goals. That is how I stay motivated, focused. That's how I stay in the game because a lot of times we can stay off track. And I have dealt with this myself. I've dealt with feeling unmotivated. I've dealt with just anxiety and things like that that have kept me from constantly working on my goals and staying disciplined and that's completely normal but I think that we have to focus on our mental health first before we can tackle things because if the inside is not doing well the outside won't do so well so if your head space is not good if you're not in the right headspace then it will affect your work life and your productivity so it's really important to when in staying disciplined is to make sure that you're feeling good and that you're looking out for yourself mentally and also staying focused on those goals and that's really important with patience and patience you have to see yourself living your life you have to see that goal and understand that anything worthwhile is not just going to fall out of the sky and happen automatically we have to get rid of that whole instant gratification thing that our society our generation is obsessed with we want results now if we're not seeing results now if we're not getting things right now if things aren't planning out right now in this moment we start to get discouraged we start to think that it's never going to work out when a lot of our problems a lot of the things we wish to accomplish are going to happen because we're patient because time is a great healer time resolves a lot of issues time is our best friend and a lot of us view time as not our best friend as our worst enemy because we think oh it's gonna take way too much time for this to happen and by the time this and this and that the time is gonna pass regardless what matters is what you are going to do with that time what you are occupying yourself doing in that time so are you working in that time or are you just sitting and wallowing during that time and that time is going to pass so might as well use that time to work and to work on your goals your dreams and do whatever you have to do to get towards that end goal but stop worrying about time stop worrying about how much time it's going to take because time is going to pass regardless understand that time is going to pass what matters is what you're going to do with that passing time 
Do you plan on being consistent at some point? You upload once, then disappear. (laughs) Well, you know, I think it's really important to understand that I'm only human. And this past year has been a huge change in my life. And I want you guys to understand that whenever I'm inconsistent with my uploads and I don't upload as often as I used to, it's because something has legitimately taken priority over my YouTube over the content I put out. So please be patient with me. I put out all my content for free. All I really earn on my YouTube videos is AdSense and we all know that AdSense is not what it used to be. And so please understand that I have my own life outside of YouTube. I have my own life outside of these podcasts and things like that. And I'm also working on something really big for you guys towards the end of the year. And that's also been taking a lot of my time. But understand that I... I'm human. I'm not, you know, this super, super huge YouTuber. I'm not, you know, anything what these huge YouTubers are that are able to dedicate a bunch of their time to solely making videos. I do have my own struggles. I do have my own problems in my life. And like any other human, I have to take a break from it or I have to tend to other business. You guys know that I have to travel about once or twice a month for a long period of time for me because I usually like to take short trips but you guys know that I have to travel to Cuba and spend time over there with my loved ones and that is very important to me so don't take it as that I don't care about you guys or this channel or this platform when I see questions like this it just kind of it it hurts because it's almost like you are demanding things of me and understand that I takes a lot of energy to make my videos. I don't just talk bullshit the whole video. I like to make sure that I'm giving worthwhile content that I would actually give to my best friend and to my friends and my family. I'm not just putting out content to make more and more revenue in AdSense. I'm actually putting a lot of energy into what I do and it's very time consuming to make videos and believe it or not and my videos are usually about an hour long and to edit that down to under 20 minutes is a huge time consumption for me so please be patient with me understand i am working hard to put out as much content now before i have to leave again and make sure that i pre-plan also my videos before i travel so you guys won't hate me when i come back i just want you to know that i'm super grateful for your continued support and for your positivity because that is what drives me so much and inspires me so much to keep creating content and to give you guys the best content that I possibly can. Next question, how do I attract an ex that I left in horrible terms with? I know it sounds crazy, but I know I'm meant to be with him. This is from J4. Well, oh my goodness, you guys don't know. When I get these questions, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, my love, but understand that if they're your ex, and you ended on horrible terms, understand that they're an ex for a reason. And that reason is because A, they did something really bad or you did something really bad and it was just a bad negative experience. And B, to teach you something about relationships. And I know it's probably hard to let go of somebody that you probably still have feelings with, you have history with, you had probably a lot of great happy times with this person. But please, 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 please don't ever go back to an ex, especially if it was a horrible negative experience. Because there is something way better for you out there. There's somebody way better for you out there that actually deserves you and you actually deserve 
And you shouldn't limit yourself in that way by going back to somebody in your past. Always focus on the future and realize that everything happens for a reason. They're an ex for for a reason. And don't ever try to attract somebody into your life that is from your past. If they want to be with you and they come and say, hey, let's make this thing work and you want to make things work, all right, that's different. But don't use the law of attraction to try to attract somebody that you don't even know if they're good for you. Instead, focus on trying to attract somebody that will be the right fit for you and that will be perfect for you and your needs, not necessarily somebody that you want just because you want them and you love them and you have feelings for them but somebody who will be good for you and help you grow and be a good person next question your advice for those who have no idea what they want to do in life and feel like they are stuck with no direction now this is something that i struggled with back in 2015 2016 when i left college and i really wasn't sure what i wanted to do with my life and i knew that i wanted to be self-employed i knew i wanted to be an entrepreneur and i had so many different ideas and i just stuck to what i knew And I went back to basics and I went to what I love to do in my spare time, which was YouTube. And thankfully, putting all that energy into YouTube, even though I wasn't making any money off of it around that time, it luckily led me to creating this community, to creating videos that I love to make, to just growing and seeing different directions where I could take my life. And it opened up so many doors just because I kept it simple and I didn't try to overwhelm myself with things or say, why am I not as successful as others that are my age? And I was constantly comparing myself. So luckily, I did something that was unique to me and I stayed true to myself even though I was going through a depressive time and a bad time of my life and I had people being negative towards me and I had basically everything against me at that point so it's important just to stick to what you know and what you love and be true to yourself don't try to fit other people's molds which is why you may be feeling lost and confused because you're being pulled in so many different directions so just keep it simple obviously you want to have something to make money with have a job but also be conscious of who you are what you're good at become self-aware and if you're the type of person who feels like they want to be self-employed and they don't want to live the nine to five lifestyle anymore then i highly recommend you stay true to you and you put in the work and try different things of course but don't overwhelm yourself with the plethora of options there are in the world next question i get this one so so much says what's your long-term plan with your boyfriend will one of you move and this is from bcdlr well yes one of us has to move and i am not gonna move to cuba obviously even though he wants me to he's begging me to he's actually in the process of moving here if not the united states then if any other country i've always been so open and i've always wanted to live outside of the united states maybe in the caribbean but it just makes sense for him to come move to the states because his whole family is here basically his entire family lives here so it would make sense for him to come but honestly we have talked about going to other countries to go live 
and obviously to be together and we're really committed to our future together and making it work no matter what so that's what we look forward to in the future that's the outlook we have for our future so yes he's gonna have to move out of there and come wherever i am or we'll just go to the same place now this is a great question how do you avoid comparing yourself to others doing better or looks etc this is from t-o-g this is something that i get asked a lot and i think it's a very natural thing for humans to feel like they constantly have to be looking over what their neighbor's doing what their best friend's doing what everyone else is doing and i think it's so important to become self-aware and to understand that you are on your own path you have your own life you can forge your own path you can't compare your life to anyone else because you were born differently you were born in a different place you were born to different parents you were born under different circumstances you grew up under different circumstances than your friends or your neighbors or anyone else and you are you you are uniquely and specifically you and there is nobody else like you so you need to accept your flaws you need to accept that you're not going to be like everyone else there's always going to be somebody better looking there's always going to be somebody smarter richer more intelligent but there's never going to be another you and that's where you have to draw the line is if you're seeing yourself competing with somebody else you need to instead change that mindset to trying to build them up instead help out other people put out positive energy jealousy is a really low vibration to be in it's a super low vibration to be in and it's only sabotaging your success so jealousy comparison all of that is only serving to hurt you it's not doing any good so when you feel yourself comparing or feeling jealous or envious that means you need to focus in on your goals focus in on you improving yourself improving your own life and you'll see how life will change for you. This is a great question. It's something that I think about all the time. And that is, what do you plan to do after YouTube? And how did you get to where you are successfully today? So I'm going to answer the first part. What do I plan to do after YouTube? I do want to get into life coaching and possibly motivational speaking. I'd love to go around and tour and just give as much inspiration to others and create seminars and things like that. That is probably my ultimate goal is to travel and try to connect with as many people as possible doing workshops just doing all types of things and inspire as much as i can and luckily youtube allows me to do that on a large scale without having to leave my home but i would love to travel and just do motivational speaking tours and i also want to be an author that has been my dream since i was a little girl so definitely i will probably start writing books and just continue doing what i do on youtube but just in a different format and i'd also love to be a life coach so if i could be a life coach slash motivational speaker slash author i'll be set <laughs> next question what is one thing you've learned from being in a long distance relationship this is from hgmk well i've learned about oh my god i've learned so many things about being in a long distance relationship truly I've learned a lot of patience, I've learned a lot about trust, and a lot about love. Love. I think before I met him, I didn't really know that it was okay to give so much to somebody, and it was okay 
to have feelings because I was really shut off from men and from love and from feelings. I was like a savage, cold-hearted savage. I didn't want to open my heart and he really made me because he did so much and he still continues to do so much, but he really, really, really broke down all the barriers I had up, all the walls I had up. He really changed me. And it's not so much because of his long distance, but him as a person. I learned a lot about love and forgiveness and imperfections in relationships. I also really understood that when two people want to be together and when somebody really wants to be with you, doesn't matter how far away you are, you'll find a way to make it work. And that when people make excuses of, oh, distance is too hard, or when people make excuses that they don't have time for you, especially when they live in the same city. I, I just can't understand that. But when somebody really wants to be with you, they will make it happen, no matter where you are, where you're from. And also cultural differences. I have so many cultural differences from him, and we have so many differences. And despite that, we find a way to make it work. And I think that shows the power of love that it can really overcome any obstacle. Next question. Do you believe in hard work? This is by LAP. Yes, of course. Hard work is so important because when talent refuses to work, hard work beats talent. So if you work hard towards something, you're putting in energy, whatever you put in energy, to positive energy all your energy blood sweat tears whatever you put in whatever you put that into is what will give you results and will give you fruits to your labor so yes i wholeheartedly believe in hard work i know i talk about the law of attraction law of attraction is so important to me and the law of attraction if anything motivates me to work harder and i think a lot of people think that the law of attraction works just by you sitting down and thinking about something in a happy way and yeah that that happens but the thing is that when you work hard towards something you're putting a ton of energy a ton of positive vibrations into what it is that you're trying to achieve which makes it more likely for it to achieve so yes work hard whenever you really want something you need to work hard and put the energy into it okay now this next question i really like it i've never been asked this question before but what is your favorite part of life and this was sent to me by jmc my goodness, I think my favorite part of life would probably be when I realized why something had to happen. Like if you lose a job or you lose somebody and then afterwards, maybe if you, some time passes and then something better comes to you and it makes you realize why it didn't work out. I love that part of life. I love the, hey, it's okay. You went through a lot. Here's why you went through a lot. Here's why you struggled. Here's why you were in pain. Because something even better was coming to you. And when that happens, I swear, I am just the most grateful, happiest, most... Oh my god, that feeling is just... There's nothing that compares to it. I swear. When something amazing comes to you, and then you look back and connect the dots, and it all makes sense, it just blows your mind. It's like, there's somebody out there or something out there that is looking after me. And it's all going to be good. I love this question. How to be low-key and how to be okay with being an introvert. This is by RDZ. I think low-key is the best way to be. 
I think that the less people that are in your business and know about your business and know about your life, the better it is. Because when everyone knows about your life and knows what's going on, and you let so many people in, which is why it's okay to be an introvert, it's okay to keep your circle small and be private. I'm really private and I have a really small circle of friends and trusted loved ones. And I don't put everything out there, even though I am like a quote unquote public figure and I do have a huge portion of my life online. I don't put everything out because when you open up your life like that to a lot of people, you're inviting a lot of different energies in your life, such as negativity, jealousy, just all types of things. And I like to protect my energy. So the way I protect my energy is minimizing what it is that I wish to share with people. So it's like the saying goes, when you want something to work out, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone about your successes because that could also invite negative energy and can invite a lot of jealousy in your life. That's why for me, it took me a while to be open about my own relationship and I don't like to post a lot from my relationship because I want to keep that private and I want to keep, I want to protect it. I want to protect the energy around it. I don't want other people getting involved and that's why I like to keep things private. So it's okay to be like that. It's, if anything, you're protecting your life and protecting what's sacred to you. All right, a beauty question. What is your favorite color lipstick? This is from SS. I really love any kind of lipstick that has kind of like a corally, peachy undertone to it, an orangey undertone. I love those types of lipsticks. Right now I'm obsessed with Bellini by Itzy, and Itzy it's spelled I-T-T-S-E. Such a good color. It's the color I loved last summer, and it's basically like a pan lipstick, and I love Itzy because you can create your own palettes, and they have really, really good formulas. That's definitely my favorite. Now, I have two questions here from ARL. First one is, how to deal with a boy I really like, ignores, or doesn't like back regardless of my efforts? Okay. (laughs) Ignore him, girl. Move on. Who cares? Obviously, if he doesn't want to be with you, then there's something better for you out there, and it's his loss. Honestly, it's his loss. There's something way better for you out there. You don't need to worry about what one boy thinks of you because there's so many, so many boys out there. You don't need to be hung up on one. (laughs) And her second question is, deal with expectations from someone. How do you deal with expectations from someone you like, but probably they won't like you back? Well, understand that you can be the juiciest, ripest, most delicious peach, and there's still going to be somebody who doesn't like peaches. You're just not his type. He just likes something else, and that's okay, girl. I don't know how old you may be, but whenever I was in high school, middle school, when a guy didn't like me back, it was the worst thing ever. I became so insecure. I wanted to figure out what was wrong with me and so many things like that, and that's completely normal to feel like that, especially when you're younger, you haven't had much experience, but now, I mean, now I'm in a relationship, so it really doesn't matter what a guy thinks of me, but when I was single, if a guy didn't like me, a couple years ago I didn't really care what could I do force myself to be his type or change myself for somebody no way you have to be happy and comfortable with you live your best life you have all your life to find your soulmate you don't have to find one now especially in a boy that doesn't realize your true worth next question how to become a social media influencer this is by sp this is 
very easy. You just got to put out content. Of course, it might take you time. Make sure you put out content that is very, very original. Not super original. You don't have to be crazy, but original in the fact that it's only from you that only you could create this content only you can relay the message or whatever it is that you wish to put out in the world make sure it is uniquely you so that you won't look like every other person on social media and honestly social media influencing is a hit or miss you could do everything perfect you can do so much and uh, do the most but honestly it's really hit or miss for me I don't really think I'm a social media influencer because I don't really have that many followers on Instagram and I don't post all the time. I don't make money off my Instagram posts and it's just, I don't know, I do it for fun and it just happened for me. I don't think there's like a specific way to be a social media influencer. That's just my opinion. Next question, what is true love? I don't know if this is meant to be an existential question to that point, but for me, true love is whenever you would do anything to be with that person and anything to make that person happy without losing your sense of self, without self-deprecating, without hurting yourself. You are loving freely and you are being yourself freely with that person and they are accepting and loving of you in every shape or form that you may be in. Next question, what are your top goals in life? This is from S-W-T-D-I-L-I-A, I'm sorry. Well, you know, my goals often change as I grow older. I realize what's really important to me. But right now, my top goal is to live comfortably and to be able to travel anytime and anywhere I want and to work in what I love to do. So I am on the right track, I feel like. (laughs) I feel very blessed just to be able to say that I'm on the right track because a couple years ago that was my goal. It still is my goal, but I am not so much lost. I finally have like a path that I'm following and it's getting very clear. So I'm very grateful. This is a great question. Have any of your family friends been inspired by your YouTube to change their outlook on life? Yes. I do have family members or even old friends or people that I haven't talked to in ages come to me and say, oh, I saw your video or they write me and they say, I saw your video. It was so good. Or I heard your podcast. And it really, really, I mean, this is the most humbling thing that people who met me when I wasn't really who I am now and just mentally how I am now. People met me when I was in my party girl stage and for them to say that they were inspired or they loved what I said, this and that, it makes me feel like, oh, well, at least that I have changed in a good way and people take notice of that. Next question, do you have any quick tips on how you keep your frequency high? Yes, when I start to feel my frequency low, I listen to my favorite music, I dance around, or I eat something really delicious and really good, or I drink more water, or I just meditate. Meditating is so good. Meditating is super important, but I think music is my instant mood vibration shifter for sure. This is a good question. What if I want something, but on the other hand, I don't feel like I'm ready for it? Should I try to manifest it? If you don't feel like you're ready for something, it's your own subconscious or your block telling you that you're not ready for it but it depends do you really really want it 
If you really want it, you need to start fixing that block, that thing that's telling you you're not ready for it. And the universe's timing is always correct. You might not feel ready for it now, but down the road you probably will be. Just going to take some time, some patience. I would recommend you work on your subconscious limiting beliefs. And if it's something you really, really want, even though you feel like you don't deserve it or you're not ready for it, that is basically negativity creeping up in your brain and telling you you're not worthy of something or you can't have it or you shouldn't have it. So get rid of that subconscious limiting belief and be positive about it and trust the universe's timing. And yes, you should try to manifest it if it's truly something you want. What about you today would your younger self be proud of? By the way, I love your podcast. Thank you so much. I think that little Isabel would be so proud that I have a YouTube channel and that I have as many wonderful followers and subscribers as I do because little Isabel wanted to be famous. And I'm saying little Isabel as probably from the age of 5 to 12. I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be like Britney Spears and... I know I'm not a singer and dancer, but you guys get my, my drift. A little Isabel would definitely be proud that I have the platform in my YouTube channel, for sure. Now this question is definitely a multifaceted question with a multifaceted answer, so I will try to be short and sweet and to the point. What advice would you give to someone who is depressed? Now as somebody who has dealt with depression in the past and somebody who does have depressive tendencies from time to time i would say what's really important is to identify the problem it could be something causing it it could have been something that happened in your past that has you this way and i think it's really important to try your best to identify what it is that is keeping you down that is keeping you in the state and also putting forth positive change so making the effort to try to get help or talk to somebody or reach out to somebody do something that will allow you to better handle your depression and i know it's so much easier said than done i know there are days months weeks where you can't even get up and take a shower or brush your hair or do little things and it's hard I know, I know, I know, I know. This is something that I have dealt with. And I want you to know that you're not alone and that it will get better. It will get better as long as you believe and you want to get better. And I know for a lot of you, you want to get better and it's hard. But don't be afraid of having to have medication, to take medication. Don't feel bad about it. A lot of us need help. And we needed all the help that we could get. But please reach out to somebody. Try to get help, professional help. And don't feel like you're alone because there are millions of people suffering from depression. A lot of people hide it really well. I was a person who hid it really well. So please just put the work in. Know that you have options. And that ending your life is never an option. This next question on a lighter note. How did I know my boyfriend was the one? Well, it was very, very obvious to me in the very beginning how he just put in so much effort. And he went the extra mile. He put in 130%, 150% into wanting to be with me. And that's why I give back so much to him because of how he was to me and he still is to me and he lives in cuba where everything is super super limited 
and internet is limited, but he made sure every single night to get on and buy a bunch of internet cards just to talk to me every night. And he's treated my family so well and my friends who have gone to Cuba and I've told people to go to Cuba and he's been wonderful to everyone. He's such a friendly person. He's so open. He's so honest. He's so real. And he never played any games with me. He was so upfront and honest from the beginning that he wanted to be with me. And he told me not too long ago that (laughs) when I actually started showing him that I felt the same way, And because you guys know, I was very stone cold and I wasn't getting my feelings up in here. I wasn't catching feelings, you know, but I was letting him treat me so well and being nice to him because he was treating me so well, even though at the beginning I wasn't really thinking that I would be with him. And he just went the extra mile and he told me not too long ago that he would wish with all his heart, he would hope, and it was his biggest hope and desire that I would love him the way that he loved me and that I would have feelings for him. And now, you know, we obviously are on the same page now, but he really, really, really put all the other guys that I ever dated to shame because guys, especially here in America, are so full of excuses. They don't want to commit. They don't want to be men and say, hey, I like you. And they don't want to be open. They don't want to get hurt. And women too, of course, but men are so hard to date in this day and age because they just don't want to commit. They just don't want to say, hey, I like you. It's all games and, you know, they're not up front and they're not completely honest. And him, with him, it was just so different. And he told me it really wasn't like that with any other girl. Like I never had that feeling with another girl. And I guess it just goes to show you that you'll never be the right one for the wrong person. You just never will. And for the right person, you will be absolutely perfect. So it's always best to wait. All right, this person wants to know, how are you doing? Genuinely, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. Today's actually a really good day. It's really sunny and productive. And I'm here in my creative space. And life is pretty damn good. Next question, I'm trying everything to attract a soulmate, not able to find him. What can be my blocker? Well, you are way too attached to this idea of finding a soulmate. You need to let go of this attachment to having a soulmate or finding your person and instead focus in on self-love. You need to love yourself from within because it could be that you're too focused on finding somebody else and you're not meeting your own specific needs inside. It's really important to, when attracting love, let go of the expectation, let go of the attachment of being with somebody and instead focus in on being love to your own self. So self-love, spreading love to your friends, to your family, to your loved ones, and being loving and being positive and just living your life not being attached to the whole idea of a soulmate that is when you'll least expect it and they'll come into your life so let go of the attachment just live your life focus on self-love that is your block this is a good question have you always been pure love and peace love to you from mexico thank you so much I feel like I've always been more positively, more optimistically wired ever since I was a little girl. I would always be super dreamy and I'd always be in my little daydream and imagining and 
always into fairy tales and all types of things and magic. I loved magic ever since I was a little girl. But there came a time when I was probably my late teens to my early 20s. I'm 24 now, in case you're wondering. But up until maybe a couple years ago, I was just self-sabotaging. I had gone through a hard time in my life and I was pushing people away and I was being really heartless and oh my goodness, I had a lot of darkness surrounding me and inside. So no, I haven't always been like that, but I feel like I was hardwired to be like that, to be positive and happy and peaceful. But of course life happens and it can change you. And Luckily, I was able to shift back and to figure out who I was truly and be in a good equilibrium now. Next question. When are you coming to Porto, which is in Portugal? I would love to go to Portugal. I've only seen so many beautiful photos of Portugal and so many wonderful things about Portugal. And I need to go soon. Really, I do. I need to go to Europe soon. That was my goal for the summer. It's <laughs> to go to Europe. So let's hope I can get to Europe before the end of the summer. When will you be in New York? Well, I actually was thinking about going to New York because one of my best friends lives there. And I'll try to go this year, probably. We'll all have a reunion with my friends in New York City and hopefully do a meetup with you guys. That would be so much fun. How to shift your mind to be truly positive? Well, I think it's important to always be grateful. Be grateful and have fun in life. Do the things that you love and Positivity is something that doesn't come naturally to everyone, obviously, and you have to work for it. And there are times when it's natural, you're going to feel negative. But as soon as you start feeling negative, you need to do something to shift that mindset, which could be listening to your favorite music or hanging out with your friends or being around positive people or doing the things you love. And I think that's probably the quickest surefire way to change to a positive mindset. This is a really great question. I don't think I've gotten this question before. What do you do when you've been focusing too much on your manifestations? Well, that means that you have a lot of attachment to them. And it could be that you're focusing too much to the point where you're wondering where it is, why it hasn't happened yet. And that's why you need to, instead of focusing on the things you're trying to manifest, get back to that place of gratitude. So be grateful for what you have manifested and be grateful for what you have now. Now, I know that... For a lot of people, you're probably asking, is it really that bad to focus too much on your manifestations? Yes and no. It's bad to, if you become obsessed with it and you become desperate for what you're trying to manifest and you keep asking, why isn't it here? And you lose hope and you lose your high vibration. That's when it can turn bad. It's good to always focus on your manifestations because the more we think about something, the more we bring it about. So if you think more about it, but in a positive way, that's good. And if you think about it in a, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, this is mine already, even though it hasn't come to you yet physically, but if you are grateful for it in the moment, as if you already have it in the moment, then that's a good way to focus in on it. But I think it's really important to focus on gratitude and instead of focusing on what you don't have, focus on what you already have and be grateful for it. And my final question after over an hour of questions and answers is what is your daily meditation routine? So I love in the morning to do a meditation, maybe a guided one 
or just one on insight timer or even headspace i like to just take at least 10 minutes a day and just center myself and at night before bed i will do a guided meditation which is usually on youtube so jason stevenson on youtube is probably my favorite and i listen to something to help me just relax and focus in on my goals and just attract positivity into my life so that's it for today's q a my longest podcast episode ever i hope you're still with me if you're still with me thank you so much for listening and i will be sure to do another q a like this in a few weeks time or so if you guys like them please let me know and i will create more q a episodes and i really like this podcast format because it's not so I don't know. It's better than being in front of a camera doing a QA because I feel like I can talk a little bit longer on a podcast and answer these questions more thoughtfully and get away with it. Whereas on a video, people will probably tell me it's too long. <laughs> but I hope this video inspired you. I hope it gave you inspiration. I hope it gave you hope. I hope it answered some of your questions and gave you clarity. If you asked a question, I'm sorry I wasn't able to get through all of them. Imagine if I got through all of them, how long you would be listening to this right now. So thank you so much for your patience and for your continued support. You guys mean the world to me. You have no idea how much I love you and how much you mean to me, truly. And I hope that I can help you in any way that I can, whether it's through the content I put out or whatever it may be. I just hope that I can be a little bit of a spark and a little light in your day. So thank you guys so much for listening. Also remember to check out my YouTube channel and also follow me on Instagram and Twitter and also Snapchat and Facebook. I put my links down below always. So please follow me and we'll connect. And that way, if you follow me on Instagram, you can submit your questions to my next Q&A podcast. Always remember, guys, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter if you're single, in a relationship, what you may look like, where you're from, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. Please be sure to tune in next week. Bye-bye.